BestBookBits.com presents Trust Me Online, Confessions of a Media Manipulator by Ryan Holiday, published 2012. Hailed as an astonishing and disturbing by the Financial Times and essential reading by TechCrunch. Former American Apparel Marketing Director Ryan Holiday's first book sounded a present alarm about the dangers of fake news. It's all the more relevant today. Trust Me Online was the first book to blow the lid off the speed and the force of which rumors travel online and get traded up the media ecosystem until they become real headlines and generate real responses in the real world. The culprit, marketers and professional media manipulators, encouraged by the toxic economies of the news business. Whenever you see a malicious online rumor cost a company millions, politically motivated fake news driving elections, a product or celebrity zooming from total obscurity to viral sensation, or anonymously sourced articles becoming national conversation, someone is behind it. Often someone like Ryan Holiday. The written summary can be found on our website, bestbookbits.com. So without further ado, I bring the book summary of Trust Me Online. Trust Me Online is an eye-opening book about how the modern media operates, the economics that drive it and how the system can be manipulated. Author Ryan Holiday details how himself manipulated the media by bribing bloggers, writing their stories, pretending to be other people and defacing his own advertisements to get the media writing the stories he wanted. Ryan describes modern media as a monster that is striking fear into the public domain, spreading lies and creating controversy all in the name of generating page views and income. Media manipulators like Ryan Holiday are able to feed the monster and control the content it produces. As the media has evolved and moved online, the economics of how income is generated has changed. Now income is dependent on page views or impressions, and so bloggers are made to pump out as much content as possible in order to increase the site advertising inventory. This leads to lower quality articles that only exist to get page views. If this means writing a controversial headline or spreading lies and leaking documents, then so be it. By manipulating the smaller blogs, advertisers are able to influence what larger news corporations publish as the flow of content moves up a predictable ladder. Feeding the Monster In this section of book, Ryan outlines the tactics he used for devising bloggers and publishers to get them to write what he wants and promote his brands. Warning, these techniques are not necessarily encouraged, but Ryan illustrates what he has found to be the most successful when it comes to manipulating the media. Number one, blogs are poor, help pay the bills. Bloggers are poor and their income depends on impressions, so help them out with free stuff. The bloggers are always trying to move up the ladder to large publishers. When you help them early on, this may work out very cheap when they are large and influential later. Number two, tell them what they want to hear. Bloggers don't have a lot of any time to check sources and verify facts. Tell them what they want to hear by pretending to be an expert or giving them the information they need. Whether this is leaking a document, whether real or fake, or pretending to be an expert, the blogger will very rarely verify the source's credibility. And number three, give them what spreads, not what's good. If it's not going to get shared socially, it may as well not exist. Usually this means sharing a story that's controversial and evokes anger. Help them trick their readers. 
Bloggers often use misleading questions in article headline to trick readers into reading their post. Another page view equals more revenue. Usually when you click through to the article, the answer to their question is no, of course not. They trick readers into reading their content. Approach bloggers with the same questions and the same sense of mystery and watch as they do the same to their readers. Number five, sell them something they can sell. Exploit the one-off problem. Times have changed and bloggers don't aim to build a loyal readership. There is no subscription model for blogs and RSS is dead. All blogs are competing for attention and will shout as loud as they can to get them to hear you. Give them the ammunition to do this. Sensationalism, extremism, sex, scandal and hatred. Number six, make it all about the headline. As we know, blogs live and die by impressions. Help them write a headline that's going to encourage clicks. If your story can't be turned into an exciting and clickable headline, they won't run it. Number seven, kill them with page view kindness. Bloggers need to churn out multiple stories a day in order to boost their web pages. So help them out to make them feel favorable about your stories so they'll write about you again. When they run your story, post it on your company Twitter and Facebook to help boost the stats. There are even services that allow you to buy fake traffic and send it to a site. The more traffic you can send to the article, the more articles the blogger may write about you later. Number eight, use the technology against itself. Now that we understand why blogs write such small and frequent articles, we can use the system against itself. If you're looking to promote a book, for example, there's no point trying to get a chapter published on a blog. It would be too long. You have to break the content up into tiny bite-sized portions for the bloggers and readers. And number nine, just make stuff up. Bloggers need to find the angle on a story in order to make it interesting and drive more social sharing and page views. Help them find this angle by making stuff up, putting up the story and making something small look larger than it is. Everyone else is doing it. The monster attacks. In the second half of the book, Ryan outlines the consequences of the actions described above and why how no longer uses these tactics. The objective of this book is to expose the truth about how modern media works and the consequences of the system. Number one, there are others, a manipulator's hall of fame. When Ryan discovered there were other people manipulating the media and he could see the effects of their work, he was shocked with the results. It was then he saw the results of media manipulation from an outside perspective that he noticed the adverse effects it could have on real people's lives. Whether they were be employees of companies being thrashed or honest figures having their words twisted by bloggers forcing them to resign. Number two, cute but evil. Bloggers use tactics to keep users occupied for hours. For example, inserting pictures of hot girls in YouTube thumbnails to encourage clicks. It's a sneaky and deceptive system that Ryan didn't want to be part of. Ryan once noticed a famous blogger at a conference paying no attention while he worked away making Facebook posts, tweeting, blogging and replying to comments. Ryan told himself he didn't want to end up like this. Number three, the link economy. The small blogs don't care about checking or linking to sources. Either that or they take a tiny scrap of information and blow it up. When this moves up the media channel to big news sites, they will run stories, i.e. 
things can very quickly spiral out of control and up the ladder getting more and more ridiculous. Number four, extortion via the web. Nowadays, we don't need PR worker to create the news. They're there to mitigate it and stop the spread of bad news. Number five, the irritative hustle. Bloggers will publish first and fact check and verify later. Now, Ryan spends most of his time putting out fires and correcting inaccurate stories. Then he does trying to create the news. Irritative journalism relies on rumors, buzz, and questions. Bloggers publish now and wait to be corrected later. Iterations. Sites will publish rumors straight away while they see if there's any more to the story. And if they're lucky, the story will end up being true. If it isn't, they will report it on people's reactions to the news they created. Number six, the myth of corrections. Even though blogs can be edited, iterated, and changed, bloggers hate to be wrong. Get them to take back a claim or change an article means they have to admit they made a mistake. Corrections just do not happen on the internet, and when you're trying to put out fires and correct false information, this gets very frustrating. And number seven, the dark side of snark. Humor can be a tool for creating stories, but it can also be bad when it's used to mock and poke fun at people, companies, as the bloggers simply aim to entertain. They will misconstrue what is said in order to create an entertaining story that drives page views. Number eight, the 21st century degradation ceremony. In the old days, men had the rack. Now they have the press. Online lynch mobs, attack mobs, smear campaigns, snark, cyberbullying, anonymous tipsters, blog wars, trolls, troll by comments. These acts of ritualized destruction are known by anthropologists as degradation ceremonies. Their purpose is to allow the public to single out and to denounce one of its members, to lower their status or expel them from the group. And number nine, welcome to unreality. This book has illustrated how blogs speculate, rush, extricate, distort, and mislead in order to grab attention. What happens when this material becomes the basis for tomorrow's news? When CNN uses Gawker stories, the result of millions of blogs fighting to be heard creates an unreality. A neither world between the fake and the real where each builds on the other and they cannot be told apart. And number 10, how to read a blog. Just know that when you see leaked or official documents, know that these are likely to be fake. When you see announced, this could be as little as a tweet. When you see it breaking, and we'll have more news on this soon, the media aren't doing anything to confirm their facts. And that's a wrap on Trust Me, I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. Subscribe to our channel and take a look at the hundreds of book summaries uploaded previously. To find hundreds of written summaries, check out our website, bestbookbits.com. And for hundreds of audio podcast summaries, find us on mixcloud.com forward slash bestbookbits. Like and share if you got something from this summary and comment on what one thing stood out for you. Thanks for watching and have yourself an amazing day. Take care.